And now, story time with Mr. Black. The following story is by Dr. James Adonis from the book called Stories, Analogies, and Metaphors about Leadership and Employee Engagement. In the magnificent musical My Fair Lady, Eliza Doolittle is a poor girl with a ghastly accent and a terrible grasp of the English language who sells flowers on the streets for a living. She meets Henry Higgins, a professor of phonetics, who makes a bet with a man named Colonel Pickering that he can turn the rough Eliza into a high society lady of proper behavior. During the next six months, Professor Higgins tries to teach Eliza how to speak and how to act, but his teaching style is abrasive. He yells, he insults her, calling her infantile, brainless, and things like wretched and a presumptuous insect. In contrast, Colonel Pickering, who pre- who's present during the lessons, treats Eliza with kindness, compassion, with politeness, respect. See, he expects the best, irrespective of her background. Eventually, Eliza nails it. She becomes a lady admired by all, including the king and queen. Of course, Professor Higgins takes the credit for the transformation. But as Eliza explains, the credit belongs to Colonel Pickering. She says in the movie, quote, the difference between a lady and a flower girl is not how she behaves, but how she is treated. I shall always be a flower girl to Professor Higgins because he always treats me as a flower girl and always will. But I know I shall always be a lady to Colonel Pickering because he always treats me as a lady and always will. You see, this story is a famous example of what we call the Pygmalion effect. It means people's attitudes are often influenced by what leader or what their teacher or what their hierarchy or what themselves expects. You see, if a leader or teacher truly believes that every employee, that every student can be brilliant, then research demonstrates that chances of behavioral change are much, much greater. This research, pioneered by Dr. Robert Rosenthal, a social scientist, revealed four key elements of the Pygmalion effect, all of which are evident in our environments, in our workplaces. You have climate, you have input, you have output, and you have feedback. Climate represents mood. If you're like Professor Higgins, you'll avoid eye contact, rarely smile or nod, and use condescending phrases. But if you're like Colonel Pickering, you'll be genuinely focused using words of encouragement, open body language. When we're talking about input, this represents the information coming in. If you're like Professor Higgins, you'll share minimal knowledge to those you deem no-hopers and plenty to those you find favor in. But if you're like Colonel Pickering... Everyone benefits from your teaching, your clear instructions, and all your resources. Which brings us to output. This represents responsiveness. How do you respond? Again, if you're like Professor Higgins, you'll provide opportunities only to those you respect, persons that you build up. But if you're like Colonel Pickering, all employees have a chance to ask questions, to get involved, and to express what they think and what they feel, which leads us to feedback. 
This represents quantity as well as quality. Again, if you're like Professor Higgins, you sparingly give praise unless, unless it's to someone you already respect. But if you're like Colonel Pickering, everyone is entitled to detailed feedback with fair amounts of praise and criticism. Think about this. Undoubtedly, we all have expectations. We have expectations of the people on our teams. And those expectations unconsciously have an effect on how we interact with those people. And these interactions subsequently impact your employee's behavior and performance. That's why it's so common for an employee's attitude to be affected by the leader's attitude almost greater than anything else. And this is about the power of expectations. We have two parts to it. We have the Pygmalion and the Galatea. And it was James Rem, I think is his name, summarizing the Pygmalion effect in his own words says, how we believe the world is and what we honestly think it can become have powerful effects on how things will turn out. So again, it's the Galatea, the Pygmalion effects, and they are tied together in Greek mythology. They are both two important management theories, leadership principles based on the power, again, get this, of expectations. The fundamental difference between the two theories is that the Galatea effect is based on an individual's expectations about themselves, whereas the Pygmalion effect is based on the premise of people's expectations of others. See, the Galatea effect is a phenomenon where people's own opinions about their ability and self-worth influence their performance. The Galatea effect is self-driven. Think about that. It is that part of one's motivation that depends on self-expectations and self-worth. Consider, if an employee thinks that he or she can perform well, chances are that they will do well. If in that situation they receive positive encouragement from their superiors, it's only going to boost their confidence uh, and wanting to please their boss. The Pygmalion or Rosenthal effect refers to the phenomenon in which the higher the expectations placed on people, students, employees, family, children, whatever, the better their execution of that job. The Pygmalion effect is a form of self-fulfilling divination. It argues that by setting higher expectations for people who come under our authority, the leader can motivate them to perform better. Think about that. So powerful. As told in Greek mythology, the two are related. In Greek mythology, the effect gets its name after Pygmalion, a Cypriot sculptor who fell in love with a female statue that was carved by him. Do you know what the female statue's name was? Galatea. Galatea. That's how they're tied together. It's so powerful if you think about it. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to raise the expectations in our life, to expect more. To commit more, to be more for ourselves and for other people. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. There's always more. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, 
go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.